Providing for his family, he's killing it. But uh, when I told him the guest that we have on this week, he was like, the "There's no on. way in hell that I'm missing this episode." And for those that are watching us on YouTube, G dressed up in a blazer. When I, when so, I heard when I heard Jimmy Lancaster was going to be on, the blazer came on. Just gotta say it. So, G, G let us know, the guest that we have on this week is none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Jimmy Lancaster. Give it up for Jim Lancaster. Thank you so much, Jim, for being here. It's so good to see you guys again. I tell you what, it just brings up so many good memories. For me, why are you excited? To see me or to see G in a blazer like that, I don't know. Well, he's looking really sophisticated. You gotta love that, you know. Thank you, Jim. He probably got shorts on underneath that jacket at the bottom. Does. Of the- <laughs> hey, it's a good thing I'm in a car. I can't stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what, amazing. No <laughs> so, Jim, you, <laughs> Jim, I know I reached out to you a couple of days ago, and you were so gracious, and and I kind of pitched you the the concept of the show, and. We thought, G and I thought that, you know, with Chase being on last week, the the next guest that we have has to be someone special. And obviously your career has spanned, I'm not going to say that you're old, but your career spanned many, many, many decades at Pan Am and even UTRGV. And so you've seen so many athletes come through and it was only fitting that you're the second guest and 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 we we just really really do appreciate you coming on and and lending you know the the 30 minutes that we have so jim thank you so much and i appreciate it thank you i want you to i I want you to kind of let everybody know um what you've been up to since uh you're no longer at the university and kind of you said you grew a beard so tell us about that that was just that was just to see if I could. <laughs> well, I left. Uh, I was at the university since 1980, so I left in the uh, in the late fall of uh, uh, 2017 after 37 and whatever half whatever years. And then uh, I took a job with Edinburgh School District, and I just you know the job itself was pretty much 14 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, once you start adding soccer on. Sundays in the fall, baseball was on Sundays in the spring, uh, you've got summer sports going on, uh, basketball uh, teams are coming in during the summer to practice in the summer, which they didn't do way back when, so it became yeah. a full full year thing, and you know, I wasn't getting any younger, so I decided that it was time to, you know, look at an opportunity 
uh, it was an opportunity with the school district, uh, and uh, they called me in for an interview, and uh, ended up hiring one of my student trainers, one of my ex-student wow. trainers, who was a high school trainer, um, uh, Noe De La Rosa, who was a high school trainer in uh, Valley View. They mm-hmm. hired him. He's an Edinburgh boy. So, uh, but he decided to stay at Valley View, and then come around October. 13th, something like that. I'm in Seattle with a women's soccer team and I get a call from the school district. Can you come look at a contract? And it's like, well, I'm in Seattle, you know, uh, <laughs> I can maybe come and talk sure. to you on Monday, you know, and uh, which was kind of a weird deal. And um, unfortunate to add, uh, my dad called me that weekend. My mom went to the hospital. She passed away that weekend before I could oh. home. Mm. So it was a tough deal, but it was kind of one of those things, you know, maybe things happen for a reason. And um, they always say that the, uh, you know, the the gold ring or the brass ring only passes you once. But if it passes you twice and stops in front of you, you better grab it, you know? Yeah. So it was an opportunity to work with the school district. I knew so many of the people in the school district anyway. Well, you probably, they probably went through your program, Jim. You're the only one that's putting guys in the league, right? With, <laughs> with, with, and I'm just talking but, basketball, right? You're talking yeah. about Mike Mancias and then you're talking yeah. about... Well, Joe Resendez, yeah, like right. you're the. I should have went through the training program, like well, if I Matt, wanted to be in the league. Matt, think about what Jim's done: is taking these low-level, unintelligent guys and just taking them <laughs> to another level. Polished their resume and got them into the league. Yeah, we can edit that part, I mean, right? I don't want to mic here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to work with those guys must have been a pain in the butt, Jim. Yeah, but, you know, Jim, you deserve a bronze statue outside. They deserve like, it. That's right. Yeah. Those guys That's right. were so dedicated. You know, I mean, obviously. Uh, you know, Joe came in because he tried to get in another program and he said, man, they, they act like they don't care about you. Can I join your program? Sure, come on down. You know, yeah. uh, Mike came in. Mike was basketball manager at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coach Delray Brooks wanted him to travel. It's like, yeah, he doesn't have that much experience yet. But, you know, he kind of wanted to be in, in charge of him. And I said, well, let's take him under the wing and let's get him, you know, used to that. And then eventually he made, you know, he made trips and stayed with him and uh, worked with them as a you know, undergrad, <laughs> stayed as a, a, a grad assistant, yeah. you know, and it's just like, it, it, he never looked back from that point on. You yeah, know? So he never did. Those guys were so dedicated and they had such aspiration and inspiration. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, they wanted to look at the next level. They're the yeah. head of the game. You know, most of the other student trainers came through the program. Let me see if I can get a high school job. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. really and there's nothing it. wrong with that. Let's be no, clear. No, there's not there's nothing wrong with that, right? So, you know that I, I think that you you yeah. you know they these two individuals that we're talking about they had aspirations for for greater things, right? But right. some people like shout out to Big Joe who's at Mac High or Ronnie that's at Harlingen, you know, right. South or. Yeah. Lee Rodriguez. Lee Rodriguez, it's in Harlingen, right? So there's nothing wrong, or Claudia that was in Edinburgh, uh, Economides for a little bit, you know? So there's nothing wrong with, uh, oh, or Rob. Remember Robert that ended up going to, uh, he was up in Dallas. I I saw him. Sports is the last I heard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's nothing wrong. I mean, these, these two individuals just happen to be. You know, yeah, they wanted to be something else, and I remember those days when Mike was calling Chip Schaefer from the Bulls, like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm an assistant trainer at Pan Am, and 
we were like, what? Like, you're doing that, you know? So, so, so Jim, you, I mean, obviously you had, you were, you know, you talked about them having aspirations and, and, you know, being an inspiration, but, but you were that guy that was an inspiration for them. Yeah. And, um, and I know that we can, we can talk firsthand about that because, uh, you know, guys like Joe and Mike, we, we hang, we hung out with them, you know, with, with some of our best friends. And uh, at that time, they could, they had so many great things to say about you, you know, always spoke highly of you because you not only led them, you know, inspired them, but you led them through your actions. Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't only what you were saying, but it was what you were doing, you know, and I remember that sign going into your training room and what did it say, Jim? I know, you know, that nobody cares how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's funny with, you know, you know what's funny with that G is that the way you said it was, you know, Jim, Jim would <laughs> would talk about it, but then his actions showed that. Absolutely. And you know Absolutely. what? And the the one thing I remember about you, Jim, and everybody that can that can you know attest to being around you, the one thing I absolutely love is when you would talk, you would take the actions to demonstrate. Like you would say right. something, and you would be like, "So you're making a cut, like." And then you do it. Like, ah. Jim, are you still are you still limber like that? Are you still, yeah, are you still limber like that, Jim? Because you were moving like you were like, you know, if you got that, if you pivot and you're like, ah, but then you turn, yeah. then it puts that stress on that ligament on that inside knee. Like I remember those days, like Jim, you have no idea. Like, oh, yeah, man. so I had a, lot of sayings, that. a lot of little sayings that I used to use, you know, like little quips yeah. type of things. And another one I picked up here recently is like, it kind of addresses this is, you know, you you have to reach them to teach them, you yes. know, and, and you've got to get their attention, whether it's doing wow. something silly, something funny, or, you know, or taking them under your wing. And to me, you know, uh, I remember doing a, a a speech at a presentation one time with Valley Athletic Trainers Association in front of a bunch of ex-students, of student trainers of mine, and it's like, you know, I couldn't have done it without them mm-hmm. because they yeah. helped me, they gave me confidence, they allowed me to vent and and kind of get rid of all those stresses and strains that I was going through you know, um, yeah. through that process, and now I look back and there's there's some people, Jimmy Cantu, who's in Brownfield School District, Marie Thompson, who's in La Jolla. Those were student trainers when I first got there, you know, in, in 1980. And they would, wow. I, I would take off on a road trip with men's basketball for four or five days. They would run the training room and they knew exactly wow. what to do. So it's like, you know, but that's what the expectation was. Oh, you're going with basketball. What about the rest of them? Oh, we don't care. You know, yeah. they would take yeah. over, you know. That's indoors. And That's so indoors. That's they, indoors. <laughs> they, they, they learned that, and they became the, the people who, when they left and, and took those jobs in high schools, they already knew what to do. They were already yeah. doing that type job, you know. So I appreciate wow. so much more what they did for me because it helped me with the confidence, obviously helped me get things done. Um, and I felt like we were all doing a good thing, you know. So Yeah. yeah. Speaking of a good yeah. thing. I got a question. Like, you were there since 1980, right? You were at the University of Texas before that with, I think, Abe Lemons, right? He was the coach. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen so many athletes come through, whether it be, you know, volleyball, basketball, track and field, what have you. And we all know the limitations that Pan Am 
or the university, you know, now it's UTRGV. But at the time, we all knew that there was limitations for the, the programs, right? right? Budget or, you know, whatever. What piece of equipment did you add to the training room that you told yourself, maybe it was in the 80s, early 90s, whatever, that you really felt like, hey, this is a pivot or a turnaround that we are starting to be like a, an actual like D1, like was it a hot tub? Was it a STEM machine? What was the piece of equipment <laughs> that was like, hey, that mama, I made it. You? Yeah, yeah, that it transitioned was... you from the 80s to the 90s. Yeah, yeah. to the real uh, world. Now we had a, yeah. an electromed stimulator that it looked like something out of a spaceship. And, you know, and of course I had to really sell this to the athletic director because at the time, one, they didn't want to spend money. Two, nobody knew what the heck it was. And, you know, it's like, uh, why do we need one of those here? Well, you saw what we had before. I mean, it looked like something out of a Frankenstein movie. And it's like, I don't know if we can <laughs> safely use that anymore. So we have to move up. And, you know, and all of a sudden I felt like, oh, wow, this is, we're, we're big That's time. It. You know, we're big time. And it's still, <laughs> it. those were few and far between. What so year was that, Jim? Huh? Do you remember what year that was? It might have been 80. Devin, maybe somewhere in there. I actually took a group picture of our student trainers with that in the middle of us. You know, we need to like, find, yeah, we need to find us. that picture. We're gonna <laughs> post like, it on Facebook. Jim, you gotta find that picture yeah, and then uh and then share it with us and we'll post it on uh we'll post it on Facebook. That's amazing. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. It's I've got a box <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> of course they're all hard pictures, you know, very little dim- digital stuff, you know. I know, G, you had a question about, you had a question, I know we were talking off air, that you said that you wanted to ask Jim about uh, about the health and um, you wanted to share that story. I have so many questions. Could this be a two or three hour podcast? We can always bring Jim back. Let's do that. Jim's going to come back. He's going to be a a monthly contributor. Yeah, definitely. So you did did make reference to uh, some of the nutritional advice that Jim gave us and I remember you know uh walking into that that uh, you know we're we're kind of going through the season and we walk into that training room and we're all as players we always try to uh confirm our actions right to like okay we, we're judging our actions we're trying to confirm that it's the right thing to do so you know all the pizza and and all the stuff that we we're consuming we would always go to Jim and say, Jim, you know, man, I don't know. Is this good? For, is pizza good for you? And I'll never forget this. Jim said, of course it is. You got your bread for your carbs, right, Jim? <laughs> you got your pepperoni for your meats. You have your cheese for your dairy, you know? And I'm just thinking, my eyes are like just growing as he speaks. Pizza is like that is what all we eat every single day. And it's after every best. game, it was Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> So, so Jim, thank you for that. That's a, that's a nugget I'll never forget. Well, let me let me share day. the let me share the nugget that Jim gave me when I was 18. Now, mind you, I'm 18, <laughs> and he I'm sitting in the training room after practice, and he was like, you know, it's okay for like after a hard workout like this, because um, you know we would run a lot, and he was like, uh, it's okay to have like one or two beers, you know, right, Jim, for like carbs and and things like that, and. I looked at the man and and I and I love Jim and I was like Jim I'm only 18, 
But like you say, that never stopped you, right? <laughs> it never stopped me because I would go over to G and Mike's house, but it never stopped me. And to this yeah. day, that's a lesson I've taken with me. Like, oh, okay, I just walked my dog. I need a beer. So, <laughs> you know. We're going to we're gonna edit that part about G and Mike's house, by the way. We never had any kind of, you know, beer or any kind of Yeah, nothing that like place, that. But... Nothing like that. Unless you've Absolutely already asked not. the dog to go another move. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jim, I got another That's one. Right. Um, out of all the athletes, you know, whatever sport, who give me like one or, well, maybe two or three, maybe the athletes that really stuck out in your mind, whether it be because they were just so athletic or because of their career or because of their personality, like who would you say is your favorite athlete? So uh, it's other than present, present other company than included, excluded, or <laughs> how are we no. going there? Let, Matt, Matt and G are excluded from this conversation <laughs> right now, you know? Well, they're By my the way, favorite podcast Matt, athletes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, podcast. I, I think Matt misspelled his own name on that sheet that he was yeah. giving up. But anyway. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's so many people that have come through. You know, like you say, I've probably forgotten more than I remember. And, but there were, you know, there were some, what stuck in my mind is the, the fact that coaches for so many years tried to bring in external kids, you know, kids from uh, Chicago, New York, or whatever. Yeah. And, and what ended up happening is the local guys who just happened to get lucky enough to get on the team, you know, because they were local guys, they're the only guys who ended up playing. Yeah. Because the other guys, you know, they were struggling with grades or, you know, whatever it might be. It was, it was, and, it was a culture shock. That's well, what it that's was. Too, you know, yeah. and, yeah. Um, um, you know, what, what I think turned out to be is the guys, the local guys, would do anything that coach asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a chance to play. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whereas the, the other guys is like, oh, man, I can do whatever I want, you know, and it's like, you know, you can't tell me not no, I know how to play, you know. So <laughs> it's, um, you know, we had a lot of guys that were really top recruits that were really great players, but for whatever reasons, you know, we ended up sticking the local guy in there because, uh, yeah. you know, not to mention any name like Lalo or Arcus. Lalo Rios. Here we go. Gabe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Look, Gabe, Gabe Valdez. Valdez. Oh, my God, there's so many guys that made uh, an impact uh, just because yeah. they really had a love and a desire to be there at Pan American, mm-hmm. Pan American, whatever it was, you know. And yeah. uh, But it was tough because, like say, if you're a coach from outside of the area, you don't see Rio Grande Valley as a hotbed for recruiting, you know. So right. you're out there looking for all these kids, uh, uh, inner-city AAU teams, whatever, you know, you're looking for those type of kids. And we brought a lot of those kids in and, and a lot of those kids struggled, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you say, culture shock, whether it's grades uh, or. And this is for men and women programs, right? Sure. This isn't oh, just yeah. basketball. This yeah. is track. This is volleyball. Track, this is baseball. All over. Is, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know. So you know, I think, um, and I'm. I always look at the ahead. You know, like if they're talking about football, it's like uh, people in the valley probably assume that they're going to recruit purely from the valley for the new UTRGV Vaquero football team. Uh, So what would your advice, that's a great point. That's a great point. So if you want to like, not, not knocking any of the athletes in the valley, right? Because there are, there are athletes, but 
Um, Phenomenal athletes. Phenomenal athletes, right? Uh, Aiden Garza is one of them, right? And so, yeah, but is it enough to fill? Is it enough to fill a football roster? You know, and so, what would your what would your advice be um, to to Chase and the athletic program or to the new football coach? What would your advice be to to try and um, combat that? Because that is going to happen. The Valley is is a special place. We all know that, but it is it's totally different from anywhere in the world. So the, the story I always always heard from the high school coaches, because uh, I knew a lot of those were ex athletes. You know, the story I always heard is like, you know, the, the coaches from Pan Am never come over and, and talk to our kid. We got a kid who's really good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and um, and then you would see um, those kids. Of course, they're saying, "Well, Pan Am never came to look at me, so I'm going to go on to yeah. San Antonio. I'm going to go on yep. to here." So right. the kids who are good, if if UTRGV or UT Pan American or whatever Pan American University didn't pay attention to those Valley kids, the good Valley kids, then they're going to go looking somewhere else. They're going to say, "Why would I stay yep. at Hometown U? Oh yeah, nobody's looking at me." You know, case, yeah. case in we point, have to would, watch closely because those yeah. are good kids that are going, and they're the rare commodities that a kid goes up and he's playing for Notre Dame or something. You're going, yeah. You, you know, know what? It happens. I'm, you know, yeah. you, 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 you talk about it right now, but there's a there's a kid that comes to mind right off the bat, um, who I've known for a while, and I knew him in high school, middle school, JJ Avila, uh-huh. who played for Coach Roy Swift. You know, rest in mm-hmm. peace. Played for him at Mac High four years, was first team All State. Like he had a phenomenal career in high school, and no one recruited him. And the kids in the backyard, no one recruited him from the university. And then he goes off to yep. the Naval Academy and has a great career at Colorado State, and has a pro yep. career. He played in the the league for a quick second, and then played in the G League. I mean, yep. that kid is in our backyard, and right. so I think he's over. He overseas now. Matt, he's overseas so. yeah he's overseas yeah. he's had a great career you know a professional yeah. career but awesome the point but i'm the point i'm trying to make is there are athletes in the valley you know but how do we how do you i guess that's a, a question that needs to find an answer how do we help facilitate the transition from the athletes that are coming into the valley right, to right. try and yeah. equip them for success you know, you know, Matt, so. Matt to, to piggyback on that, just kind of seeing it from a coach's view, you know, with, you know, been recruiting for the last, you know, 15, 16 years, of course. coaching basketball. Uh, sometimes a kid does have to leave the Valley to flourish. You know, yeah. you, you, you'll Bro. see that sometimes they have to leave the, the space that they're comfortable in and their friends and their, you know, and they, and sometimes they just need to get out so that they can grow and really develop into the person they're supposed to be. And, and uh, you know, maybe sometimes coaches see that. Maybe sometimes they see that they do need to go, uh, that they're better off maybe somewhere else. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think a lot of times they just get overlooked because of their talent. But I think after having a conversation with them, you know, maybe, you know, they kind of look at it as in their best interest. You know, yeah, look at it I from agree a coach's standpoint. Yeah. I agree with that. So we got about we got about ten more minutes left, and, and yeah. one of the games that we G and I kind of want to play um, with all the guests moving forward is name that athlete in that sport. We'll name oh. the athlete. You okay. name the sport. Like you've seen so many athletes, and you kind of oh, tested. Yeah, you kind of touched on it earlier that yeah. you've 
you've forgotten so many athletes because they've all come through. <laughs> We're you. gonna test you. We're yeah. Test so, God, so all right. So, so I mean, we'll I say the athlete. But, you just say the sport. Okay. But but okay. but Jim, Jim, there there is there is a way out. There there's a there's some wiggle room here. If you forget or you don't know the answer, just give us your favorite memory, your favorite UTPA memory. You know, yeah. and we'll let it go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the first, the first athlete is Lindsey Krause. Lindsey Krause. The name sounds familiar. Lindsey Krause, but that sounds like it's going way back. Lindsey Krause. Memory. Memory. Yeah. Give us a good memory. No, I, I told you I was going to have to warn you that I've been diagnosed with CRS. And I, you know what that is. So CRS. Can't, Tell them what it is, Jim. No, it's, I can't it's remember. CRP. <laughs> CRP. Can't remember poop. Yeah, exactly. Can't remember poop. So, CRS. But I remember the names, you know. And you know what I try to do is I try to go through my head and in, envision a face. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I tried to, uh, in my mind, at least try to get to know everybody. Uh, yeah. On on all the in all the sports because yeah. you know hey can you sign in real quick. Well, yeah. Why do I need to sign in? First of all, so I can remember who you are. You know? Jim, I never <laughs> signed in. I'm sorry. I never signed in. Okay, so Lindsay, Lindsay ran track. She okay. ran track. Okay. Um, Carlos Haywood. Uh, oh, I remember a situation with Carlos. Yeah. He was, uh, wasn't he from MMA or something like that? Basketball? He was. He played basketball. Yeah. yeah. I, remember, basketball. I remember an episode with, with Carlos. We were in... Minneapolis or at the Mall of America or something like that, but another story. That's but, another yeah. story. That's next episode. <laughs> he he did stay in my apartment for a whole summer, by the way. Oh, really? ate all the cheese food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the guy could knock down some Pringles, man. Like eight or nine cans in a row, and I'm like, where does it go? Like, it's like abs of steel, man. Like I eat one Pringles can, and it's like, you know, they burn it all off. But, they burn it all off. Oh yeah, yeah. crazy, Carlos. Okay. Crazy, Carlos. And then we got one more. Marla Cuellar. Marla Cuellar. Uh, let's see. She's a judge, and she played volleyball. Correct. You're right. Ooh, yeah. hey. Jim's two for three. Her, poster, her poster's all over the town. Well, it used to be. I don't see it. <laughs> but, so, uh, so yeah, Jim, Jim you got to gotta piggyback and, and kind of uh, you know wrap up the show with maybe one or two of your favorite memories. And it doesn't have yep. to be just with the players or a track runner or baseball it, it can be with staff it can be a funny moment just kind of something yeah. that yeah something that you'd like to share with everybody something that, came up yesterday and um in the back were you prepping mind. for the show jim What's you were that? prepping for the show you were prepping for the I show was. right i did my research i pulled up all this information jim's got notes <laughs> <laughs> no back in and Lander. i found out it was 1984 there's a guy named Ray Meyer. Remember the name? Yeah. He was the head coach for DePaul. Well, we used yes. to play DePaul way back when. They actually came to the field house. Now, this 1984 was his last year of coaching. Now, you know, if you wanted to watch DePaul, you just turn on WGN and they were there all the time. Yeah. So here we are playing DePaul in the field house. Ray Meyer's last year, you know, jammed, packed house. It is wow. just standing room only. You walk out, I'm, I'm sitting around the corner, you know, I hear a, a team going out on the floor. 
crowd goes wild and it's the ball. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we walk out and everybody's quiet and it's like you know who they're watching you know wow but it was a big time game that was a big time coach but it was just one of those things that that you see and you're going you know man if we could just have that but of course they were on national television you know yeah yeah well, let me ask you this too like you know at the time we were getting a ton of fans that are winter texans so do you think oh, yeah. Do you think the Iowa Illinois crowd that would come down for the winter? Do you think that played any part in the following of like, hey, DePaul's in town? Oh yeah, let's go oh, to yeah. this game. You know, that was so, such a strong part of our following with the yeah, it was senior citizens, and they were dedicated basketball fans. I mean, dedicated basketball fans. You know, that's amazing. And, um, you know, and of course they knew a lot about, like you say, the the Iowas and the Indianas and things like that. Right. And and those people, I mean, they'd come out to the game early and they'd just talk to you and they'd, yeah, we've been watching this guy, you know. And um, that, I tell you what, and that seemed to die off after a while. And I guess a lot of it maybe was, was traveling and the costs and things like that. Maybe it was gasoline. Mm-hmm. But um, we seemed to lose a, a, a good portion of that. I don't think quite so many people were coming down here to the Valley as were before. But uh, that was a huge contingent of our crowd, and uh, you know, and I, yeah, you know, we it would be nice to have, you know, more students. But the same way, it's like students. Yeah, they're on. building it. They're yeah. honestly oh, building yeah. it. Yeah, I watch them now on ESPN Plus, and I see there's certain games where the crowd isn't. You know, it's scarce. But then there's certain games against like California Baptist that they sold it out. You know, yeah. and so there's. It's building and, and credit really to awesome. Chase. Yeah, credit Chase and his staff for oh, yeah. all the programs, you know. Well, you and know, so, and look at the Fade Fieldhouse, look at the facelifts that were done. Yeah, he was talking Crazy. on his podcast from last week how much more they're going to continue to do. And we love that you're a fan, Jim. Thank you. Yeah, just yeah, the existing yeah. Uh, facility, but. You know, the last time I was over there was probably for a Hall of Fame meeting, and I stuck my head in the gym and going like, "Oh my God, it's almost not recognizable." You know, wow, it does <laughs> so much. You know, and and they're like, so, and they're in in line to do so much more, and it's, and yeah. it's exciting. You know, it's exciting. Well, Jim, we're gonna be. I'm gonna take my son over to watch the Tarleton State uh, game on Saturday. Okay. So we're yeah. really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go check out the facilities, check out the team. Check out Coach Figure, you know, all that good stuff. And yeah. Hopefully G, thinks he's, there. G thinks he's big time because we got like 40 subscribers on our podcast. So he uh, thinks that he know, can walk into the program now. Well, last week yeah, it was I'm, four or five, wasn't it? Yeah, it was five. And it was five <laughs> last week, yeah. I signed up immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we got 40, so, yeah. I'm hoping to get courtside, you know, seats and, and you know, get the red the red carpet rolled out, well, you know, free popcorn. Aren't you free a, G, G, aren't you a newly found varsity club member now, right? You just Look, joined. I, I just joined yesterday. Mr. Greg Lynch called me, said, hey, would you like to? And I said, absolutely, 100% varsity club member just signed up yesterday uh and this is why and, he's um, getting yeah this is why he thinks he's getting courtside seats right i'm getting pumped up and hopefully jim will be right there right beside me to watch that game on <laughs> yeah well jim thank you so, more stories jim thank you so much for your time and, and again this was this was such an honor and we would love yeah. to have you back i mean it won't be no, next right. week but yeah in a couple you know a couple months but just to catch up and we'll make sure you grow your beard. We'll give you about six months. 
Yes. So, you know. No, I know. Thank you so much. Calls. It was no good. Yeah, it was yeah. no good. Jim, well, Jim uh, uh, we really appreciate you being on, just like Matt, you know, uh, reiterated. And, and I always, me personally, and I know Matt can, uh, can attest to this, you always looked at, even though you were our head trainer and you are our athletic trainer, you always looked at every situation through the eyes of a coach. Yes. And we yes. always, we always appreciated that. And I think at some point in 94, maybe, no, 96, 97, there was probably a campaign to try to make you head basketball coach there. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was internal. <laughs> it was, it well, was later internal. on, they just made me interim athletic was, director. So I don't know if I want to do any of that stuff. <laughs> it was internal, and it was probably it probably started in an apartment off of Sixth Street in McAllen. Like this oh, was like just no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah so it was listen to the coach, listen to players, and I was the I guess the Libra. You know, I'm the balance. And when you listen to what's going on you with were. the coaches, you listen to going on with the players, and you're going, you know, guys, if you guys would just communicate with each other, we see so much of improvement. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's hard because of the politics and stuff like that, you know. But uh, it's kind of like uh, the, the, the top assistant is always the guy who would yeah. put out the fire after the coach chewed you out, the head coach chewed you <laughs> out. you got to yeah. be that diplomat. Somebody's got to be that diplomat, you know. And I yeah. try to help out uh, – uh, it's a lot better to be diplomatic than it is to uh, just sit there and, you know, uh, and just saying, well, sorry, guys, that's what's happening, you know. But a lot that's of right. times it's you have to work things out. You have to meet halfway and, and there has to be compromise on both. Ends. Yeah. Diplomacy over uh, what is it? Uh, dictatorship. Right. So, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. so, yeah. But, Jim, thank you so much again for your time. Oh, thank this you. This was guys. an honor. You, you, and you and we're looking inspired. forward to it. Yeah. Absolutely. And if it, yeah and thank you so much guys tune in we'll have new episodes every week we're excited to share these stories and these memories you can find us on all social media platforms and on youtube so uh saddle up podcast tune in next week we'll have another special guest thank you so much jim and, and thanks we'll, to jim we the look legend. forward to having you again all right thanks we'll to jim the legend have a great day <laughs> y'all take care thanks a lot